episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Good morning. No matter where you are, the 101, the 10 East, the 10 West. Those are all LA references, by the way. People are like... What are you talking about? What's a ten? Oh, by the Start way, isn't making it, up other freeways? Isn't it a California? Yeah, the thousand. <laughs> isn't it like a, a California thing <laughs> to say the? Yes, because don't people say like, oh, I was on I ten. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was always like, oh yeah, I was on the five or the one hundred and one. And people are like, why do you say the? Like everywhere else says I was on ten. Ten what? I'd be like ten ten of what? They're like, what were you t- on one, ten? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they just say I was on I was on ten. ten I ten. Ten beers. And I'm like, you're wrong, we're from California. Ten coffees. We're right. <laughs> um well that yeah, it's like the SNL thing. It's like the the two no, Which is so true. It's so true. I was like, where's the joke in this? It was like, yeah, this I was just like a regular is this a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> because because it literally is like in LA, it's it's like, oh yeah, how was that? You know, did you guys golf? Yeah, yeah, we just took the thing, the thing, the thing, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. that's where it is. Yeah, that's uh, how you get there. <laughs> like, what is this interview they're doing on SNL? That's SNL weird. started doing documentaries. Yeah, small documentaries about people, and they and they look, day, all look into yeah. experiences. <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, okay, we're doing a morning episode. <laughs> Which is, so we got our coffee in hand instead of the normal, you know, adult beverages. I apologize for what I got going on in my eye here. It's a puffy eye. I've been boxing. I got popped. So I got a little puff eye going on. It looks like I got stung by a bee. No one make fun of him, okay? And the so queen don't, got made fun don't of. say anything. Oh my um, God, are you right. sensitive? So Can't we wait. have some breaking news because as we were getting ready for this, um, the Chris Harrison interview dropped. Which I can only describe as body versus mind. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> you see, like, a, his face is twisting. Mm-hmm. He's why. Yeah. There's a battle internally happening inside of There's a. It's visible yes. that you can see he's struggling to say what he was clearly told to say by his ad- yeah. what was it his advisor analysts his <laughs> it's strategist yeah that's what it was strategist <laughs> like my hedge fund managers i got called them and they helped me kind of with my my thought mm. yeah it was this it was like as he was talking we saw the 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 like the eyebrow it's like and i'm i'm very sorry and his eyes are shutting on him basically saying like you're lying you're lying you're lying he's like i've been told if I say this, it it makes it doesn't make sense to me, <laughs> right. but it will make sense to them. The woke police will take this and and be okay. I've been told we're supposed to. What was his saying? The um, council, not cancel. Yes, I've been told that this will get you off my back if I say this. I can have my job back. If I do this plus 500 hours of community service. <laughs> he, I like it too because he's, he's at the end, Strahan's like, so do you feel like, you know, you're fit to lead? You know, not even that. He was like, so what going on, you know, going forward, what do we think we're going to do with the leadership of this show? And he's like, I am definitely, you know, ready to, and I'm the one who will lead us into the charge. It's like, wait, aren't you the one who did this? And he's like, I'm ready to do this. Um, and I felt like he almost just slipped and said, 
I had just purchased my third home in Hawaii, and I cannot afford the payments if I do not do this next season. <laughs> uh, and they were like, what? Is oh, I mean, uh, I am willing to uh, lead well, the charge on this. I mean, when you like when you're hearing him apologize, it's easy to forget what he's apologizing for because it is like he's going on apologizing how you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I suppose he's falling on his sword. He's admitting yeah. the fault. He's not trying to like j- defend his actions. But then when they cut back into the scene. It's yeah. like you were, we're looking at his body language. His conversation with Lindsay is at, he's so relaxed. Yeah, he's just like, hey, you know, in 2018, he's kind of leaning back. And he's like, in 2018, like, was it bad? I think they you went You tell to, me, Rachel. I he's kind of like flowing. They were 18. They got dressed up. They probably had a great time. It's just a party. Why are you being a party pooper? He's, I don't know about the woke police. And he's just like totally flowing. He's like talking with the boys. Is like, it wrong? Yeah, right, Literally. right. And then just now he's like. Antebellum parties are unacceptable. <laughs> he like, he, he, and racism is a problem. Yeah, he like cuts to him and he's just like, hello, I address <laughs> you this fine evening. And then, yeah, what he says, he does. I, I wish it would say racism was a problem because he doesn't even say that. He goes, racism is a dynamic issue. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, man, like, unless you're the one planning on changing policies, all you need to say is racism is horrible and i'm so sorry for my contribution to any version of it like you just need to apologize and not act like you're a politician who's like trying to figure out how to pass a law no, like and, just be like i fucked up and the it's other as simple as that but rachel when they cut back to her interview with another podcast host yeah she was just explaining like it was his you could just see his privilege He's speaking from like the most privileged point. Yeah. And it's something I don't even necessarily know. Like I, I if he's if he's even realizing that's more the issue of like the approach. Yeah. And like that's the it's it's like that's what you need to apologize for. It's like you're it's not just like ignorance over the over the whole topic in itself. It's speaking from this place of like I don't understand what the big deal is. Yes. Anyway, so basically, it's well. Even if he stays on the show, I'm just happy. The spotlight. He will never get out of this. It's just it's it's, it's always going to come back to. So do you do you believe him at this point? Right. <laughs> yeah. Every interview from now on is going to be like. So, uh, are you still racist? another version of that because no one cares about what he does anyways like he's just always the guy that goes uh, welcome everyone matt go ahead like that's literally the extent of his involvement so anyone doing it will just make it more exciting so now he's got nothing to talk about anyway so people are just going to be like so anything new in your life racist guy yeah right (laughs) but it's like i I mean think about michael kramer um Mm. that's where he's going yeah Except yeah. he gets to keep his career, but we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. But yeah, Michael Kramer done. Yeah, but the thing is, is that Harrison has just way more power and pull because yes. he like is the show. So yeah, Kramer what, was just what doing stand up somewhere. making ABC money right now? Yeah. So it's just like, they're going to figure out a way to make that work. God. But yeah, it's, it is funny watching his body just struggle. But it's very akin to, um, I mean, we're going to, I'm going to jump ahead for one second, but yeah. um for the in the women tell all, um, I don't know why I'm blanking on her name right now, but the girl that they accuse that Anna made up rumors about being an escort. Oh yeah, and she's just like, yeah. Now when you Google my name, 
Dude. The first 20 things that come up. I didn't even think about that. No. And I didn't even think about the fact that like, okay, yeah, that's a horrible thing to happen on television is that moment. But then to be like, and I left an episode later and now that's all I am. That's all I am. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm hoping that what happens to Chris Harrison following this is every time we Google Chris Harrison's name, it's (laughs) bachelor creator accused of, you know, is he racist? Right. Yeah. 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 This whole thing. Is he just a dumbass? That's, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. We're moving on. Yeah. Moving back. Maybe. Yeah. Moving back. Okay. So, First thing I think we should touch on is the dates. Four dates. Hometowns. Hometowns. Hometowns, we say. Because yeah. we didn't go to <laughs> Down the street. Yeah. They rented out areas that look similar to their By hometown. By the way, your parents have just been here for 10 days. <laughs> yeah, because they're right in quarantine. There. You know, they've been like... You know, they've been like in their rooms and like, is that mom by the it's pool? Like, actually, we booked them right next to you. This is a, <laughs> they've been hanging out all week. Yeah. The, the You can't open the, the door to their room, but they're actually just rooming right next door. Right, right. It must be brutal to be stuck in a hotel for months. Like The Shining. And they're just like, oh, waking up again. Like That's why there's no, there's like much less like, uh, there's much more hatred and drama than there is like tears of love in the season because everyone's stuck losing their minds. It's not like, oh my gosh, I'm in Croatia on top of a mountain. Matt, you're changing my life. And then after eight, after months of traveling the world, I come home and see my parents and I'm just, it, it was all just a little bit like, mom, hey. Missed you guys. Like, there's a lot less of that, like, over the top, like, emotion. Yeah. Because everyone's, like, lost their minds. Dude, one of the notes I actually ha- is on that is, um, I just, when Serena's leaving, I feel like Matt really wishes he could cry for her. <laughs> oh, let's, let's talk about it. We'll talk, we'll get to that. Cause that's, like, he wants that's to a cry. a great moment. He wants to cry in that moment, but he just can't. But he sniffles at the end. He's like, but it's like <laughs> right, in his right, mind right. i was like i was thinking like you're thinking you owe it to her right to be able to cry right now but you just can't <laughs> that was a little yeah i was waiting i was like uh oh here's the one is moment gonna break is he gonna nope and he, he wait let's just talk about it yeah in that moment he goes this was the this was the height of matt james's emotion during the entire season he mm-hmm. goes it just stinks She goes, and you're just not. And, and it was funny because she was trying so hard to be sweet about it. But she said kind of a brutal thing, which is just, you're just not my person. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a gnarly way to say I don't have the same feelings as you. I'm not in the same place. She just goes, you're just not my person. But it was awesome because he no, was, it was like, so great. He opens up in this way of like, I can see the rest of my life with you. And he's like, I have spent more time with you than anybody else purposefully. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, which was a surprise to me, of like, yeah, I didn't, you're, he's basically I didn't giving her the verbal of like, you're in the number one sabat. Right. You're, I was going to say seat, and I said sabat. You're the number one sabat. Yeah, you're the number one sabat right now. <laughs> and yeah, she just kind of threw that one back in his face. And oh man, yeah, he's just like, can I walk you out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Can no, you no. walk me yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ultimate reversal. Mm hmm. Which we've been talking about. And by the way, since we had that episode, just nonstop messages like, can I walk you out? Can I walk you out? Like, and like all these different scenarios of can I walk you out? And then he flips it on us and he just goes, can you walk me out? And I'm like, are you that either. serious, man? Like, he, he goes, it's just, 
it just stinks you know it just mm-hmm. stinks it stinks it's just it just stinks, stinks a lot a lot of freaking crud i just laid my heart on the line and you rejected me and that's man that's so stinky he said, it stinks like poo-poo, and it's just, I guess I'll have to go with one of my other girlfriends. And then you see him, and he's having his one-on-one with the with the producers, and he's talking about it. He's like, yeah. <sighs> am I, is it, am I crying yet? He's like, you guys, you, are you rolling? Is it going? I'm just so, uh, I'm going to miss her, you know? But, man, this, uh, it just stinks, you guys. It just, it, it stinks like absolute doo-doo, and I just, darn it. Can I say that on TV? That's the yeah. yeah that's the <laughs> most. That's so... the most we get from him, dude. Even okay, is Rachel? Rachel's not the first one. Michelle's the first. Michelle's first. Lovely. Okay, here's my thing. Yeah, go. And I was a little bit like, okay, you have a moment. Okay, you got a moment here mm-hmm. to kind of really take him to that next level with you in his brain. And she goes. I'm going to go on like a bike ride. And I just was a little bit like, you are, in my opinion, like the most one who is right for him. Mm-hmm. But you still got to fight for him. Mm-hmm. Like we're still in this mode. Like you still got to keep pressing. You still got to do it. And I just felt a little bit like it was a bike ride, right? Yeah. yeah. And that I just they turned I just, into a walk. Sure. So it was a bike ride to a walk. And mm-hmm. I just felt a little bit here. Here was my thought when I watched it was like, Ooh, this could be sending him the wrong signals, which is we're on a TV show. You're trying to impress me. Is this a view into my life that like the most exciting thing we're going to do is go on a bike ride and go on a walk? Like this is what we should do. Like we got nothing else better to do. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what do you want to do today? I don't know. We're sleeping. Let's go on a bike ride. Or That's like not what you do to like old. Yeah. Or when we're old, but like it's not what you do to be like hometowns. Here we go going to walk down the street it's, mm-hmm. it, so for me i wonder if in his head he kind of went like is this gonna be kind of boring well you know what i mean, I mean like he physicalized that he literally turned their bike ride into a bike crash and like full-blown disaster <laughs> he's trying to like make it he, into- he's he literally just turned the second they got on the bike he yeah. tried to sabotage the whole thing and eventually just did a 180 and crashed his bike straight into hers yeah. and flipped over the handlebars and was like oh my bike's broken his chain fell off the wheel. Right. Two, you don't need two, to know much about fix. bikes. If you've ridden a bike ever as like an eight-year-old kid, you knock your chain off the wheel all the time. You learn how to put on with a stick. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it's broken. Like, pff, bike ride, done. Kicks yeah. the bike over. <laughs> was, kicks her bike over. Yeah. He's like, let's go. He's <laughs> like, let's walk now. Yeah. Stupid. It, it, it was just a little bit like, oh, cool, bikes. Like, yeah. I've been biking every day out here. Exactly. Working out. It was just, I don't know. I guess I just felt like Michelle, like, Come on, like give him also something else to work with. Two here. on two basketball. Yeah. With the dad. Right, right. I was I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, I wonder if the how existential this is for the dad. Where he's just like, What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> right. Like, the dad's why like, I, I gotta I'm get on, back to work. Like, why I'm playing basketball. Like I'm yeah. giving him an assist right now. Just like why? <laughs> and I thought there was like this like blank moment for him. Like, what is happening? How did I get talked into this? I should be at work right now. <laughs> The boys are, they're probably having a good time. Yeah. And it, we're losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, this, she took him, she took him on a bike ride. Why did she do that? <laughs> so that was my, I'll say that was my view on that date. I was just a little bit like Michelle, in my opinion, you're the one for him. Like you're the most mature. You're the most like 
in a good place. You guys have both like aligned, you know, interests and priorities. So I felt like her classroom in, right? She did. That was cute. That was cute. I like that move. That was so cute. That was super cute. That was super cute. And they're all like, are you his boyfriend? You know, yeah, all that stuff. And they were like calling a him out. little kid to grill you on this stuff, <laughs> yeah, too. Because they don't know the boundaries. So they just no. hit you with it. And they're so like, they're, they're so innocent. Like, they're not, they're not innocent in that way. But they're like, you can't lie to them. Sure. They're the ultimate lie detector and like bullshit detector. Yeah. 100%. They don't. So, they're, are they're, you they're kissing her yet? And yeah. he's all like, we're holding <laughs> right. hands. And he's like, kid's like, mm-hmm, but... I don't. Are you kissing her? Like, <laughs> like I that's don't boring. I don't know what, what that, that means. Is. What are you talking about? And then he's like, "Are you you want you want to have babies? <laughs> I want kids." Like, and they're like, "Uh, well, uh." He's yeah, like, so that "That's was funny. next week." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Give me three days, kid." <laughs> uh, then we go over to Rachel's date, and they've dude. I was been wondering when are we gonna get when are we gonna see someone jump out of a plane? It's a classic move. It's a classic bachelor move. Have you been skydiving? No, I've always wanted to. Mm. I'm terrified. It's dope. Let me just tell you, I've always wondered how composed I'd be in the face of death. Rachel was very composed. She also played that off. like super, Maybe it was just a shock. She's just like... I literally stood up. I like jumped. I was like, oh my God. I jumped up out of my seat. I was like, is she okay? Like She hit hard. What, dude, like so hard like i would not have filmed that like slam that's like the last thing a skydiving company wants you to see on national television <laughs> i was like, thinking about that are they too. bankrupt now like what happened to their business well you know what's funny so i saw the preview obviously of the slam right we all saw like the <laughs> the preview of the slam before the slam happened it was like next week and then you go you know you're like oh okay so rachel gets slammed rachel it's like a movie but so I knew Rachel got slammed. So then I was like, okay, I know that she's getting slammed. So I'm going to kind of analyze who is on her back. Like, who's the guy who's bringing her in? So I don't know if I read this wrong, but the guy on Matt's back was like 40-year veteran of the sky. Okay. And it was like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Rachel's guy was like 18-year-old zit-faced, like first first client. And he just was kind of like hit nerdy glasses on. And he was just kind of like, thanks, dad. I'm excited to be a part of this episode like, with you. Like I he literally never had a girl this close to me my entire life. He's like, this is insane. <laughs> he's like, so the whole time he's just like, oh, hell yeah. He's just looking at the back of her, like smelling her hair. <laughs> yeah, and but then <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. If you don't. He's like, if you don't go with Matt, like I am around. I'm right here. And like, oh, shit. But it was more just like I was looking at him like that kid's really young, dude. Like, I think he's the son. And he, <laughs> like they should have brought in the other like partner and not the, the random uncle. son. Yeah, because this guy was like, you saw him cruising in like so fast. <laughs> he's coming in so hot. Dude, he sits up all day. She's like, what? They're just both happened? just like, what? <laughs> She's. She plays it so cool. I would yeah. not have been casual. I mm-hmm. would have been like, I'm going to sue your ass. Yeah. I'm going to like ABC. You're going down. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can feel my legs right now. Ever been like, there's grass in my mouth. I'm going to have to have dental work. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy that gets like rear ended slightly and then like sues everyone involved. And you're like, I, I got to get a full new spine. My neck hurts. I have, yeah. <laughs> Replace my entire skeleton. Um, it's going to cost a billion I'm not going to be able to go to work for the next 10 years. <laughs> right. Like, they're like, sir, we just bumped you. There's no even no marks on your car. You're just like, thank you. I'm going to see you in court. Yeah. This was my ticket. 
this is my ticket out of this. No, but town. literally though, so I thought I was like, that one shook me. Yeah. I could not believe that that happened that way. And she's, I'm still flabbergasted, but she's just like, there's grass in my mouth. Do I look okay? Like, yeah, my back kind of hurts, but you know, <laughs> she's a bit like of a playing it so cool. Yeah. I was like, well, this is a chance to drop your composure right now mm-hmm. and like throw, I would be going ballistic. Sure. That's my two cents on that. Well, he, I, I think so. So I think there's two elements. First of all, let's quickly touch on the car she rolled up in. The fucking PT Bruiser. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> if that's her dad's car and she like borrowed it, like that's a look into what's going on at home because she, that car is like if you were to Google cool guy, like it's so corny and bad. Like you can't buy a worse car than that car. I, no. I mean, any. I can't think of one car that's not lamer than that car. Why do you think she blindfolded him? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is bad. It wasn't to be kinky. She was just like, oh, God damn it, my fucking PT Cruiser Roadster. Dude, I've never, like, I forgot those cars were made. And I was like, I cannot believe this is a car. This is a perfect of all the cars. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, it looks like a big, it looks like a joke car that, like, the Adams family would be driving. A hundred, it, it looks like a, like a, like a studio lot car. Yeah. Yeah, it's got this, like, it's so bad. And I just was like, why is she pulling up in this car? And part of me did feel like maybe the dad brought it down. And he's just kind of like, yeah, go ahead. And you could tell it's old, too. He's like, like, this is sick. Like, this is like what this reminds me of, you know, um, who are the mob guys? You know, it's like a hundred percent like, nah, man, those guys are sweet. Like yeah, the Italians, dude. you know, man, like boom, boom, bang, bang, <laughs> mozzarella or whatever. You know what I mean? Let's get one of these. It looks like Al Capone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whitey Bulger and Johnny Two Bags. <laughs> It was so bad. Yeah, where's your Tommy gun? It's so stupid, that car. And you can tell it was like older to like a 98. Like not a good old. It's like a 98. Like there's like the leather's kind of worn out. She's speeding. They're going 70 miles an hour. Max. She's like, whoa. It's just 48. (laughs) It was so bad. But then to comment on the crash and like his reaction, I think the what the really how it played well for her was she gave him an exciting experience. And then she was like hurt. So then he kind of had this like rescue complex of like, oh, I'm going to save you. And then I almost lost you. So now it's like his endorphins are pumping with like, I almost lost you. This was exciting. I was scared. Like, you know what I mean? She's spiking it. If that was okay. So the other thing he even says too, he's like, I didn't realize the extent that she meant to me until I thought she was dead. Yeah. And then he's like. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I he got to experience. He almost said, the, "I love like, you." You know exactly. He got to experience it. Like you don't know what you have till it's gone. Yes. And he had like a glimpse of that, and he's like, "Oh my, I don't want to lose her." You know. Um, and then we got Breeze date, which was I thought another good one. It was like it was cute, simple, but at the same time, like really fun. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you how kick ass I am. And then just took him like off road and almost flipped the car. Like that was super fun. Yeah. I was like, it showed you a level of her, which is like, I'm kind of a badass. So I was also, a big fan of that. Her family. I liked at that point was, um, her family was pretty real as well. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's family was pretty good. To be honest. I, I felt everyone was really real. Yeah. Like the dads, dads, they were kind of honest about like, this is a weird process for us all the dads have a hard time with the process, Mm -hmm. which something I do want to touch on is like, I feel the women, this was, this became really apparent to me, but none of the moms comment on how short term it is. 
like mm. that their that their their daughters could be ready for marriage in such a short amount of time and in such yeah. a unique setting. It's like for some reason, like the the acceptance of that idea of like you could know you could meet some guy and have a feeling from the very first time or first few times you meet him and be following through on that feeling and just, you know, insulating it for yourself and validating it and mm. being like, no, no, like I had a really good feeling about this guy from the first time I met him. And now as we've gone on this, I'm even more secure in that yeah. feeling. Moms don't doubt that. Dads are like, are you fucking crazy? Right. Like you need to date. There's a timeline here. That <laughs> like, I you're just saw you three to, weeks ago. Like, you date casually for six <clears throat> months. Yeah. And then you guys date seriously after two and a half years. And then you move in and you see how that goes for six months, maybe to a year. And then you're going to be engaged for a little while. Mm. And then, you know, we're going to have lots of family time. And then after that, it's acceptable to finally go and get married. Right, right, right. Dad's right, right. just like can't break that timeline. They're all just like, this is crazy. You're crazy. I've lost respect. Like, sure. They're not saying it, but they're like, I have. No possible way to fathom your state of mind right now. Right, right. I think I think that comes from <clears throat> moms know what it's like to be a woman navigating in the world and dating boys and going through this whole process. Guys don't. Guys are always in the like, <clears throat> or especially, old, you know, that generation too. They're always in that of like, I court you. I ask you out. I'm the one that kind of sets the pace for this whole thing. Like our, you know, the boomer generation was like, that's how things go. So they're like, if you're deviating from that, like you're doing it wrong. You're missing details. A little like insight into me and Becca, a little anecdote, a little relatable. She has a diary entry after our first date mm-hmm. where she's like, I, I could, I could fall in love with him. Like I could see, she basically like writes out, like I could see our lives together. Oh, wow. For me, if I had a diary entry at that point, it'd been like, yeah, she's hot. We had a good time. I'd 100% see her again. Like, I don't know about anything past that. It just goes, like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that was dope. Where are we getting burritos? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. The, the moms in these situations are just so much more mature with the concept of like, hey, I'm, I understand that emotions are different for everyone at different times. And you can be capable of like falling in love very quickly and not. And, and guys are always just a lot more like. What's the process that we do? <laughs> That's not how the rules go. Well, also, all these dads are like, he's not just dating you. <laughs> he's cheating, which is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, it always taps into the insecurity of the guy, yeah. too, because the women are always like, yeah, so um, how do you feel about him? And the guy's like, is he seeing other people? Which is like, if, how if, many? My, if your wife even looks at another guy. Totally. And they're just like, that's not the kind of guy I wanted you to date ever. This is not the situation I ever want. I didn't first off, never wanted you to date. Yeah. Let alone date a guy who's dating other women. Right. And that's the guy you want to marry. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> most of them don't have hair, but they're like, if I had hair, I'd be pulling yeah. it out. But it's just, yeah, it's just so funny. He's definitely, they're all like, this is not the way you should be doing it. No, they, right. and they can't, uh, they can't get break it. it. So anyway, I thought anyway, all the parent stuff is cutesy. It's like exactly what you sure. expect. But deal. you know, I'm glad you feel the same way as me about yeah. that. Of like, there is a consistent line. Mom, uh, Serena's mom was a little tougher. She was definitely was like mm, something's off here. That was the interesting one. That to me was when you were talking about everyone being cooped up in this hotel experience. That was funny because the, Serena's like, I didn't even. I don't even know if she realized how much she was talking herself into believing in the show and believing yeah. in the journey and believing that she was actually like falling in love and all mm-hmm. this. And the second she sees her family, she's like, "Oh, oh. fuck this!" Right? Like I've been bam- I've been in a zone. Yeah, I, I bamboozled myself. Yeah, 
I've I drank the Kool Aid. Like you yeah. know, yeah. Chris Harrison, aka Chris Koresh, David Koresh's long lost cousin, <laughs> has been leading me on this like crazy yeah. experience of isolation, mm-hmm. and I've I'm I'm you know suddenly wearing this uh, prairie dress all the time. <laughs> right. Um, I want to hear your thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts, not a lot of thoughts, but strong feelings about Serena's date, the initial, you know, date. the hockey. No, okay. the, the bar. <clears throat> the first initial thing is they walk into like, I guess what you'd call like, they're probably just a rest, empty restaurant or something. And it's decorated in Canadian flags mm. and Canadian things. And the whole first chunk of the date was just like, I'm Canadian and I want to educate you about Canada. And I thought to myself, huh? I'm like, what? Is this a mistake? Because then Matt's reaction walks in and there's a big map of Canada. And he goes, oh, geography. And I was like, that is precisely what I was feeling. Like, the most interesting thing about you, Serena, is where you're from. Like, you couldn't bring up other things about you. We were, were talking about your country, which, by the way, is one of the least most interesting places if you're American. Because it's right up the street. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to America in that, like, there's a lot of similarities of, like, interest and things. And it's just like, like, if you were from a completely different country across the world and he had never been there, I get it. You're like, the food's entirely different. The, like, You're like, the it's culture's more... entirely different. She's, like, busting out fries. And he's like, she's like, try these out. He's like, okay, it tastes like fries. Poutine, like, yeah, it's yeah, just like, it's these just are like... fries and gravy. This <laughs> is like, you put ketchup, you're supposed to put ketchup on fries. It's like Canada is like a more French and British version of America. It's just got like oh, it's little people, some, some people have like an accent there. It's not even like it is weird. Have you been? Have you been yeah. to French? Yeah, it's yeah, strange. Yeah. You like forget about. It. You're like what? Yeah, like a oh, lot of just... stuff's in French. You're like what? The yeah, fuck? but she's not even from that area. No, so it's just more like hey, this is kind of like Michigan, you know? Except like a little more of like a European twist. Yeah, a slight twist, flair, but not in like the fun European way. And then she gave it's him like, like a test tundra. Yeah, right. And then she'd give him a test and she's like, so how many points on the Canadian maple leaf? And he's like, I don't know, like 15. She's like, no, silly. It's 12. It's 11. He's like, oh, okay. You know what I like, did? When like, is this going to be over, dude? Because I don't even like tests. Her Canadianness was downplayed until her whole family got together and they're going, <laughs> but do you care about him? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's a boot and A and like it got real Canadian. <laughs> I love that part. I just like. I'll I'll always laugh at that. It's like yeah. you see, you sound funny. Yeah. Well, and I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Canada. I have friends who live in Canada. I played hockey my whole like young life. Yeah, I traveled to Canada, in Canada all the time. So I spent a lot of time in Canada. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But it's just a funny thing to make as like the center of your like date is about where I'm from. I just thought that was a funny thing because like a date to me is like what are we both gonna enjoy? If anything, if I'm planning a date. I'm I'm leaning towards what are you going to enjoy? So I'm going to show you myself, but I'm going to really throw a twist on it. Like, what are you going to enjoy? Because I want you to have a blast and I want it to be a reflection on me. But giving you a history lesson of my country is a little of a funny move. Oh, yeah. Also, like, Matt just doesn't see... He's, it's exact like, play... Read the room. Mm-hmm. Matt doesn't look like he wants to go back into a classroom. Matt's, like, he's active. He works out nonstop. He's he likes fun stuff. Like he's not the guy that like wants but to just again, sit there and get tested. But again, that's why Michelle. I go back comparing to Michelle. Michelle's such a great fit because he gets to be like, yeah, dude, she's a teacher. Yeah, 
she's like smart and stuff. <laughs> you like talk right. to her about, ask her something. Right. She'll know, she knows everything. She knows all of it. She has to teach the kids. Like <laughs> she's educating like the, like the future. It's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's, it was a weird move. I mean, <sighs> him and Tyler are just like, dude, she teach, she educates kids. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Tyler's crazy. like, dude, honestly, I had no idea teachers like, could be my friends too. Dude, they're like, dude, so who's the worst kid? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, which one's the biggest knucklehead? Because I know I was. <laughs> oh, I was such a knucklehead. I had to sit next to the teacher. I used to do wet willies every day, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, Tyler comes back in. He's in the class. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden it pans over and he's like, so um, what's 10 plus 10? Yeah, what about what's 10 times 10? Bet you can't get that one. What's 10 times 10 plus 1? Got you. And they're like, what is he doing there? Like, I he goes like, there. Tyler, you're supposed to be my assistant today. Like, he's Tyler, just no, Tyler's, camming. Tyler's in my class. <laughs> he's just getting in argue, <clears throat> no, arguments with the kids. He's like, no. Yeah. You hear him like, that's my pencil. Give it back. Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle. She's like, what? <laughs> Trevor touched my stuff again. <laughs> His, he put his jacket in my cubby space again. He's making fun of me. God. Anyway. Um, okay. So. So, yeah. I mean, and then we had the, the leaving of uh, Serena. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. It's so it really did catch me off guard because one of the things I have to say when they were kissing on the hockey date, I was like, "Wow, they're lovely kissers." I was like, yeah. "This is pretty hot, actually." They were hot. They were hot together. It was sure. hot, dude. I was like, I was watching this without Becca, but had I been watching it with Becca, that was a moment where I probably would have squeezed her hand, mm-hmm. been like, "This is sexy." <clears throat> Very sexy. Yeah, and then that's what was shocking to me that she's like, "Yeah, I'm just not feeling it." I was like, yeah. See, I caught- I could have sworn you were. Not me. When they made out, yes, electric. But for me, it all hit when, and I get everyone has different levels of like what they're comfortable with. But when they, when she did the acrobatic yoga thing yeah, and she was like, couldn't even kiss him. She was so uncomfortable. I felt a little bit like, mm, something happened. It just felt like that was the moment where th- something shifted. I felt like she seems like me with like, so I, I, I can, I can very much relate to her. And that's, I would have been so wildly uncomfortable on sure. that date. I mean, PDA, it was. PDA is not my thing. I see couples like holding each other in public, like yeah. arms wrapped around them while they wait in line for their smoothies to be made or something. And I'm like, gross, like step into traffic. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I do not <clears throat> want to look at that. See, I'm I like, hold hands. Like, that's cool. Like, da da da. I'm not, I'm not big into like sultry coupleness. I kind of love it, dude. I'll be honest with you. I love it. Like, I, I am. I'm not, I'm kind of that guy. Like, Becca I'm, wishes I liked it more. I'm kind of that guy that. that in a line, like, would be that guy. Oh, I'm you'd, like, you'd be wanting me to step into traffic. Becca will come up and, like, put her arm, like, try to put her arm around me or touch me in public, and I'll, like, jump. Be like, who the fuck? Oh, hey, it's you. What's up? No, I'm all for or it. if she comes up, like, do you need something? <laughs> Can like, I help you? you? What was I your name again? Why are you touching me? Wow. Okay. I'm like that. So we're the, like, yeah, we're opposites in that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm super. I mean, but that's I'm very rigid in that way. Like, even if I'm sleep, I'm like I'm not a cuddler. 
So, okay, so this isn't like some sort of like, I'm afraid of the way people will look at us. It's more of an issue of like, I just don't actually like it. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. It's nice sometimes. Sure. But like shortly, like like in bed, it's like, okay, we cut off for like five minutes, but like, I don't, I'm not going to fall asleep like this. And right now, what I want to do is fall asleep. Got it. So, so you're, okay, so for you, it's like, away. you need your space just in general. Yeah, so I need it's like, like a I two need, foot... I need, need to be space. able, if, even if my feet are together in this moment, I need the space to have the option to spread them apart. Okay, so it's a claustrophobia there. slightly. There's a little bit, yeah. yeah. See, I, mean, I, I, don't I know. can literally, Jess will come on to me, like, literally, like, head here, arm over, leg over, and I'm out in two oh, seconds. Oh, I'll be like, if you're going to do this, I'm going to go sleep on the couch. You're like, I'm. this is like a payment for me. I'll get up. We have a king-size bed. Becca will have four feet. Just because you don't even want it. Yeah. I'll be squished up into the right, just eyes wide awake. And I'll be like, I'll li- I I will get up and then go to the side of the bed she's not using. Got it. You know what's weird? I've, I feel like this is the opposite of most people, especially in long-term relationships. I've become more affectionate like that. Wow. Like when I, we first started dating. What a dream. Well, no, but it's like, no, but she, I would say. You're that such she, a catch. No, I would say she's gone less. Mm-hmm. significantly like we've gone opposite maybe it might just be a little bit of that it might be a little bit of like i you know what i mean like you want what you don't have so it's a little bit like she was always super 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 affectionate and i was less than her and then as she got less i probably just instinctually was See, like oh, trying to meet and then all of a sudden we did one of these i feel like you and becca are similar in that way because she's like the longer we're together like the more understanding we have of each other so the more intimate we should be the more like you know, we can be like, like we understand each other so much more. So there's no reason why that shouldn't be growing us closer together. Got it. And I'm like, it's not growing us apart. I'm just like, yeah, I spend every day with you. Right, 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 right. Why do you want to sit next to me and sure. some more? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do get that. And I'm not saying that I'm like that all day or anything. It's more like, you know, sleeping or in moments like that, I'm super down. But that is hilarious because I could totally sympathize Cause I'm that way with um, time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the guy that can just sit all day and and like, like me and Jess have a really good chemistry when it comes to hanging and talking. But if we're working from home, I like to have a good five six hours of like I'm doing my thing, and we don't need to talk. So we have that really good understanding. But if I was with someone that was always like, "Hi, checking in," you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are okay with the let's work next to each other all day a little bit. I'm a little bit like I need my space. So I. That's funny. Mentally, I'm a little bit that way more than physically. I kind of need my mental space in order to kind of do my thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't have... Like, that's why I hate working in coffee shops. I hate See, doing all that cups because I'm like, dude, there's too much going on. That's what's... Becca and I actually, our vibe... We vibe best when we're doing stuff. Mm. Like, she'll be working on uh, her brand. She'll be working on an Instagram post. She'll be working on copy or something like that. And I'm doing the same thing. And we'll literally be vibing off each other so hard. Got we it. bounce so many ideas off each other. Sure. I'm like, can you look at this? Can you tell me, does this language sound good? Do you think this looks cool? Got what it. do you think about these colors? Like, we're constantly like fueling each other. Got it. And being like, hey, I was thinking about this direction for the gym. I was thinking, she's like, I- I'm wondering, like, should I do this for a spring launch? Should I do X, Y, and Z? And like, we vibe on that. Like, yeah. creative process together, we love got it so like if we're busy and we're projecting together or like we're out out and about that's Mm. us at our best we're so on the same page it's like got it we vibe and that's where it's like it's so easy 
in that sense. It's when we're not doing anything that me and Becca are like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Dude, we're the opposite. We're the opposite. We literally are the opposite. When I, me and Jess work together, so like we obviously work together on the podcast. We do a bunch of other things together. But I would say like it's taken a lot of like, like personal going back and forth to like get through it. Because we, so we speak such a different language when it comes to like, thinking out loud like i've had to really grow on how to like communicate like naturally we have we have to like slow down and when we talk about certain things because i'll say things a certain way that'll come across you know what i mean like we do not communicate naturally work-wise easy so we have to work at that our sweet spot is not working together when we're just hanging when we're having fun when we're doing that kind of stuff then it's like the easiest thing in the world honestly if i could just be on an internal vacation with jess it's the best i could it'd be the best we would never fight about anything ever. The only fights come is when there's like work involved. When See, it's like, what do you, well, you know what I mean? If we start us, doing that for us, if me and Becca ran a 24 seven consultation company, best relationship oh, ever, we'd literally be like, if it was just you pay me and Becca to tell you what decisions to make, we would not, we couldn't give us a couple Palm pilots. We're the happiest people. <laughs> Palm <in the> pilot, <laughs> couple pagers, yeah. a mood board, yeah um, yeah got it got it that's and so a gigantic walk-in closet and we'll be like yeah. yeah let's do this thing um but yeah so serena anyway yeah. i can relate to her in that mm-hmm. moment i don't think it's like the what i loved about her in that date is she didn't try to fake it she yeah. was just like yeah you know what this is not yeah. me it's not my thing and he appreciated that yes i was thinking if i was the bachelor i'd be going on like i I'd do it like punked yeah. I'd be like, I'm just going to see just how agreeable this person is willing to be for me mm. and say some outlandish stuff Yeah, and let, and let people know, like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be like, so this is what I believe. Yeah. And say some stuff that's like not what I believe and yeah. then see <laughs> yeah. if they're like, like, well, you know, the earth is flat and I just, I really do feel that because of that, I'm always afraid of falling off of flat it. Flat earth, baby. And, and just if, to see what he'll be like, and totally. Like, and I could oh, totally see that. Really? Like, oh, that's so interesting. Be like, what? Like, right, right, no. right. I was lying. Get out of here. <laughs> Give me that rose. Get out. No offense to the flat earthers out there. Um, okay. Let's quickly just, because it was kind of boring. Let's quickly talk about tell all. Yeah. I think the two topics we should talk about. This is my personal opinion. You tell me. Katie. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like the people that turned on her. And, uh, Sarah not being there. Yeah. I was so disappointed in that. Honestly, the whole thing I was wanting was like Sarah. I was like, we got to get her back just to see what happens. Right. Also the, and to see, have Matt see her. Yes. I wanted to see that. Like Uh, if that was electric for him. So, I mean, my thing was, I was almost sort of bothered by, I'm going to use, I'm going to, I'm going to use this term. It was very Gen Z to me. Yeah. I was like, everybody's just like, be like, we all learned, we all grew from the experience. Yeah. We're all better people now. And it's just like, I don't yeah. want to listen to that. It was. What I loved was the flashback to the queen. Yes. <sighs> iconic. Well, Literally what I- <laughs> iconic. And I love <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite scenes that might have ever been on this show yeah. of all time is when she's like, and the trash took itself out. And Katie's like, can you stop? And she's like, no, I won't stop, Katie. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. She's, I mean, and what was so electric about having her back was that she, there, nothing had changed. No. Like, she was like, I get that I was involved in a little bit of drama. I get that. 
And it was like, what? She's like, we were all trying, trying to do our best to navigate the situation. It's like, how did you not watch the show and see that you were absolutely out of your mind? Well, I love that you see their faces when they watch themselves look at them. And she's just like, yeah. Everyone else is a little bit like, ooh, like laughing, a little cringing. And she's just like, hell yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I love her. And then she starts breaking down when Matt. And this is this is where I was like, Matt, stop it. For real. Like, knock it off, Matt was when she goes, you know, and I was involved in a little bit of drama and I apologized for that, but I just really felt like we had a strong connection or whatever. And he goes, honestly, when people ask me about you, I have nothing but good things to say. And I was like, God damn it, Matt. Like, did you not watch the show, dude? She's out of her mind. Like, She's at least just to be like, hey, mind. you but were always nice goes- to me, but, um, you know, I think that there was a lot of problems there, and I'm glad that we got to the bottom of it. But, but to be it like, goes back to the I didn't see a video. problem. It was like, what? Dude? He's hard. He can't say anything. He has that video of them, like Tyler and all his friends, making fun of her. That's true. I didn't think about that. Which is so like, God, dude. Like you guys are so lame. But also, um, he's the perfect example. Like, honest, Matt is coming off so sterile for the way he is on this show. But he's yeah. a great example of like he's never forgetting that he's on television. Yeah. Like Kit never forgot that she was on television. And so even the times when she breaks her composure, like when she's wandering through the woods, it's hilarious because it's totally acceptable. And it's not like it was it was good content for that. But she kept herself so composed and so mature the entire time. It, it makes for a boring contestant on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like even when they're trying to prompt Matt into being like, what did you think about the drama in the house when you saw these girls? And he's like, honestly... Like, no judgment. I'm just trying to do my best to empathize with all of them in that situation. You're just like, wow, dude, like you really, whoever your strategist is, Chris Harrison needs to talk to. Check the pulse, man. Like, Because you get it right the first time you go up, which is when you're supposed to get it right. He never misspeaks. No. I I was actually thinking about it. It sounds like he's reading from a prompter the whole season. It's amazing. I've never heard some, he doesn't even drop like. He should be a politician. He never drops an um. He never goes, um, well, it's always just, I think that, and it's just dead on every time. He slows it down. Yeah. Like, he's you ever really good at that? It. That the person's like, I'm going through this. And he just goes, I, and he just think that we need, and he just is like dead on every and time. And you go, that's the perfect thing to say. And that's, that's how everyone wants to be able to compose themselves on TV. But the problem is, is you're not supposed to be a perfect person on this show. Yeah. We're supposed to be able to see the human that you are and the flawed person and the flawed characteristics and then accept them and be yeah. able to move past them collectively, like with the contestant that's falling we in love with you. We want to see a human. We want to see like yeah. the, the ebbs and flows of and a human. And we're just not. We're not see, seeing that. That's why I think he's like, he's doing such a good job as the bachelor to the women. Mm-hmm. He's failing us. He's failing the entertainment, entertainment value, but he's respecting everyone so perfectly. Yeah. It's incredible. Even even when he's talk, talking to the dads. And the dads are like, well, you're dating other women. Like, how's that going to work? And he's just like, well, I see myself with your daughter. And I, we're working through this. And I'm, you know, I respect them so much. He just kind of says all these perfect things to the, and the dad. And then you can see the dads like, that's kind of the perfect way to address this situation. But at the same time, I'm unhappy with it, but I have nothing else to the say. The other thing is he doesn't just do what the producers want him to do, which is to ask their dads for their approval. Because he's like, I don't, think, like I don't know if I've decided that's the person. Yet. I don't know if you remember Colton does it. And some of the dads are like, no, I think he, and he read the room. <laughs> he knew that yeah. like this guy's grilling me on the legitimacy of our relationship 
Of course he's. Yeah, for, of course it'll gonna, be weird when I say, can this, I can I ask and your daughter? One of the one of the girls I forget who's like, I'm really disappointed Rachel. he didn't ask for my dad for his approval. And it's just like he's not going to ask in this situation. Your dad was the one who was most the most grill like against this whole thing. Yeah, which he's getting, then got the biggest obstacles. Like be real with him. Colton would have been in there and be like, so anyway. <sighs> What would you? Can I can, can I have your approval? Yeah. Maybe like, get the fuck out of my house. Col- Colton's like, can I tap your phone? Cool. Good talk. Do you know you're on the show? Do you know that I'm supposed to ask you that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the dad's like, I'm barely we, okay with looking you at you in the face. Do you want to Can we retake this? Run this? I know it's reality TV, but can we run this one back, guys? For me, it's I, I am Col- I'm the Bachelor. It's me, Colton. Big C. Yeah. <laughs> Big C's in the house. <laughs> like, no one calls you that. Um. Okay. So then. Uh, one other thing I liked was watching uh, Anna get like basically held to the flames with uh, Brittany and everyone just basically yeah, it was saying, incredible. Like, you almost halfway ruined my life. And and well, the real kicker, which I thought I didn't even think about was when Brittany looked at Anna and said, and by the way, it's been like eight months and you've never once texted me or reached out and even said just, a, I know I can never undo what happened, but like, I am devastatingly sorry. Never once. And I was like, Damn. Yeah. Also, if you want to know how much time has passed, look at Matt's beard. Dude. He's which got, I was he's got this thing going on, which is like, so, I got to take care of except this. Except times 25. It was aggressive. It was out to here. It's like people take like two years to grow a beard. But I was <laughs> like, how fast does your facial hair grow? I was literally tr- doing mental gymnastics in my head of like, how, when was the show, ed- how long have we been in quarantine? How long has COVID been going right, on? I was like, right. when was the show filmed? When was it edited? How long did you take to grow that beard? Like. And I'll be honest with you. You have extensions? I wasn't a huge fan of the beard. No. I thought he looked great on the show. And the beard just kind of was like a... And I who mean, was... It was like, make it scruffy, make it a little bigger, whatever. But like, it was a beard. But on that of like, when they grilling Anna, what was so funny to me is all before this, the girls are fighting the idea that there was toxicity inside of the house. Yeah. Like... Pushing so hard against the, the fact that they're the like Katie there thing. wasn't toxicity. It's like, did you watch the show? Did you see it back? And Chelsea even, which was I liked Chelsea on the yeah. show, but I was like, do you hear what you're saying? Were you going? The house wasn't toxic until you pointed it out. That was weird. So it's like, no, the house was always toxic. Matt found out about it, and then he started calling you all out and bringing attention to it, which yes, created more drama. But it was all happening. It's all on camera. It's undeniable. Why are you saying this? And then be like, is it bullying? Is it bullying? And then it's like, okay, let's take it back to when your friend created a rumor that this girl was an escort. And then now we're listening to her say it is forever a lasting like stamp on her name on Google. And Anna's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, and I'm can, so yeah. I'm, you know, now hearing that I'm a hundred times more sorry. That was dark too. That was dark too. It's like, well, you've had you've had eight months to reflect on this, and now you're like learning more stuff about it. It's like you didn't think about this. And I love that she was like, I really hope you're sincere, because you could tell she in her brain she was going, you are so full of shit. Oh my god, you haven't even texted me or called me once. You had eight months to just send an extra little like, hey. I have nothing, no words to say. There's, I'm watching the show right now. I can't believe this there's happened. There's a scene I have, for some reason, I can never get this out of my head, but I was, used to watch a lot of WWE as a kid and or WWF. And I just think of the, there was one scene where The Rock took a toaster okay. and just bludgeoned this guy with a toaster. Okay. 
And I was just like, that was that moment for her. Like if she, if there's anyone in the, in the audience with a toaster and then would have had someone come like tag out and it would have been like a whole thing. It was, and Again, I, what's his face? Ric Flair would have come yeah. in. <laughs> Woo! Just, Steve yeah. Austin. But yeah, that, I felt like, um, I felt like Brittany handled that perfectly because she did. She just kept her, herself in control and she just delivered the hard facts of like what Anna did. But then also, which was like the biggest class act was she kind of like forgave her and was just like, I don't want anyone to attack you. I don't want your life to be ruined like mine was like that was a super mature move. And that showed that what, what it showed that she was coming from a real place of like this was horrible but I'm mature enough to be able to handle it and even take your, what seemed like a fake apology in a way, cause you didn't reach out to me and still say, I wish you the best, which totally. was like a, just a, just an overall massive class. act. Totally. You know what it reminds me of? Actually, I'm going to draw this one back to, to Becca season again, but it's, this is a character trait. Actually, I don't need to draw it back, but you just see, what I liked was Anna did admit that it was like, this came from a point of my insecurities. Yeah. That's all it was. There was true. Yeah. And I think that it takes, it's a big move to admit that to be, you know, she can't take back the damage she did. Sure. But that is this thing of like, she's lashing out out of being insecure from that girl's entrance. Uh, yeah. That's all she saw. And, and, and she that's... was comparing herself against it and just felt like I'm how, what am I going to do against that? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. start a rumor about her and tear her down. Yeah. And I, I did love, uh, because Victoria was the one who was a part of it in the first place, who was like, no way. Are you serious? What? She better get out of here. That, what, what'd she call her? Like, slore or whatever? Yeah. She's like, that's slore. You better get out of here. And then Victoria is the one that calls Anna out in the middle of the, the women tell all and goes like, yeah, why did you say that about her? And I was like, the <laughs> fuck are you talking about you're the one that was like in it in the first place she was the one she like confided in still you're she's such an evil like like 90s reality star it's unbelievable she sits in that corner she gets to get away with anything like literally i loved her being like are you a sensitive person (laughs) she's staring someone in the face that she like really hurt like it was just like it sounds like you got a sensitive problem she's like oh my god you're getting called mean on the internet have you seen (laughs) any of the things people are saying about me and here i am i'm not out here like asking for a sympathy parade but yeah. like, so are you a sensitive person? Like, what do you want Such me to a say? Weird thing to ask someone. I, it was so funny to me. Yeah, and it's it's funny because it's like Victoria was really horrible to some of these ladies. Like, literally called them hoes and slores and like all this crazy stuff. Like, really, really, really bad, disrespectful stuff on television. But what I thought was so unlike funny, unlike anything we've ever seen. I mean, just absolute <laughs> over the top. But she made herself kind of uncancelable in the way that, like, if you just start at a 10 of the worst and maintain it and maintain it then people go oh okay this is they just kind of back down and go this person doesn't want to save face this person doesn't want to come across as a good person and i just felt like when she sits there and in the and being accused of what she said doesn't really see that like it's that big of a deal and literally makes here's what we're going to talk about how sensitive are you yeah which is so not the point Uh -uh. of any situation you're ever in which is like if you hit me in the face and now i'm bleeding and I go, you shouldn't have punched me in the face. And you go, well, 
How easily does your nose bleed? Because it seems like it bleeds a lot easier than mine does. Because I've been hitting the face harder than that, and it didn't bleed that easy. And it's just like, that is not the point. My nose is bleeding. Not everyone can go up and say what she said. That would have been like like villagers out with pitchforks if anyone else on that podium had said that. But it's Victoria. But it's Victoria, so she can say it. She's the, all the thoughts you have. All, all the all the crazy the, the the weak and evil thoughts you have that you filter out she is the embodiment of the unfiltered version like a human form of the thoughts you filter out mm-hmm. if you if you saw someone that did something you're like i hate that person instead of going well that's not a nice thing to say i should go what's causing me to dislike what they just did and then we figure that out she just goes i hate you and it's just like there is no there whatever the it's just like uh, unbelievable. Um, Katie's interview, though, yeah, with Chris Harrison. What was your gut feeling at the end of it? The way they ended that. Specifically, what do you mean? Bachelorette material. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because um, that's the rumor going around. Yeah. Well, on the whole, Katie, I just felt like was super. She kind of mamaed the whole thing. Like she basically just said, "You guys are out of line." This mean girl shit has to go. Like, she really put herself on another level. Like, we got a lot of questions of people going, what do you think about the Katie situation? Like, sure, I could imagine being in that house and being a little bit like, why didn't you spend more time calling us out to us instead of to Matt? It looked like you were trying to, you know, leverage that to make you look better and make us look worse. I get that whole thing. But with reality, you could tell it was a genuine thing. And she even maintained it while she was there, saying like, you guys were out of line. She wasn't trying to save face and become friends with everybody. No. Which I felt like was like, you're a badass. Like that's someone who stands by their word, stands by doing the right thing and goes, I'm still willing to not be friends with 80% of these women because of the right choice. Not just because, oh, we're out of the show now. Let's all be Instagram buddies. Totally. She stood by it. So for me, I felt like her, she, she definitely has the ability now to be bachelorette material. Cause I felt like she's, she doesn't really need anything else. Doesn't no, need she anyone. doesn't need group support. Yeah. Which is where I feel like a lot of contestants on the show forget is like, yeah, you may inadvertently make friends from the show, but that's ultimately not the reason you're there or no. even close to the reason you're there. So, yeah, I was it was just funny to me that she wouldn't back down. And like you said, the mom thing, because she was sort of talking to them like you're all children. Yes. And you're handling this like children. And you're all trying to shift blame away from yourselves and be like, you know, in the age of internet bullying, we yeah. all get to play victim yeah. without having to own up to what... This isn't to appropriate internet bullying, by the way. No. You know, it's just sort of like, if you put yourself in a public space, no matter what you say... You're going to get backlash. You're going to get backlash from the internet. So probably do your best... Not to say wildly stupid things. Yeah. I mean, we will. Right. Like, I mean, we will definitely, 100%. Look at us right now. I mean, our, we our are. Our ladies are literally white knuckling <laughs> every time that every we time come we and do, do this. Because <laughs> we're idiots and we just go, blah, blah. <laughs> we're, we're literally told we're not allowed to talk about certain things. <laughs> <laughs> and we agree with that. We agree Because we're like, we will fuck it up so bad. Let me come in with minimal information. And speak boldly. I spent all day <laughs> staring at fake rocks. <laughs> yeah. I tell people what to do with their instruments. You think yeah. I'm equipped 
to handle socioeconomic no, 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 no. problems? Don't ask, <laughs> don't ask for my opinion. Just allow me to freely <laughs> announce my opinion yeah. on these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't really ask me for. Don't ask me any big picture things. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, what do you do for a living? Oh, I um tell people how how to play music and 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 do that kind of thing. Hey, what do you, man? I climb on rocks. I run an and- adult jungle gym. <laughs> And then it's and also then, for kids, I guess. I just have a jungle gym. The jungle gym. I have a super sick playground that has showers. I shower at my playground and I strum a guitar. Uh, what do you think how we should handle socioeconomic issues in America today? And we're like, let me tell you. Fuck, dude, like everyone could get, you know, free money to everybody sounds fucking Fuck, awesome. Dude, you're mean. Don't be mean. I don't know, dude. Free school, free money, free healthcare. <laughs> But don't take any of my money, bro. Yeah, dude. Everyone else can get taken money, but not me. Yeah, also no taxes. <laughs> Have you ever paid taxes, dude? Because it sucks. It sucks, dude. The tax, man. Also, um, like, why is it... Why is PC, Why is the speed limit on PCH 45? <laughs> that's like, our That's our biggest Everyone grief. goes way faster. So, like, why is it... Come on. Like, let's talk, if we're talking about big picture stuff. Let's get appropriate speed limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I get a tea time? It's yeah. been a nightmare lately. Yeah, we're we're the, we're the, we're we're the real cutting edge of news. Yeah, you don't we're the, we're talk, the razor thin it. you know line. We're on the we're on the razor's edge. We're also lucky to have women who are like far smarter than we are. Yeah, we just so, let them run with it. Yeah, we inadvertently get grouped in, which is gracefully get grouped in to their awareness. Mm-hmm. We learn a lot, but yeah, we're very much like I am one hundred percent a victim of like my own ignorant privilege nine times out of ten always so i'm yeah it's it's yeah it's it's crazy how much you how much you realize you don't know and so we are not equipped to talk about a lot of hardcore issues and yeah. so we don't um but let's keep doing it yeah let's keep doing it <laughs> um so yeah katie i think is a great i also whatever happens with this season i know i keep kind of harping on her but michelle is another one i could see she's just like super mature and she's kind of in that sit katie michelle they both hit me as like they know who they are they figured it out. Those two, I could see vying for it. Um, I yeah, would like. They're to, my you top know I mean? two. They're they're top two in regards to they're like top two. The big, other big one, wifey vibes. We used to joke around about Sarah, but I don't see it in comparison to the like. I don't know how Sarah. Think about if Sarah was falling that, like if she was if she was coming apart that much that early in the show. Sarah as the Bachelorette. Yeah. No way. I thought there might be drive for it to bring. Really? I don't know. Oh, I mean, I get it from a from like a interesting, fun thing, but like not as like an actual good contestant. I mean, okay. she was like a basket case, and she was like, he was losing his mind over her, and then she left like five, yeah, up, four episodes in. Like honestly, <laughs> I mean, for me, she was I like dating like, G and shit. I'm like, not a big fan of these well composed contestants. I want more. I want more basket cases. I hear you, but I think. There's a little bit of the North Star situation where it's like the contestants are the ones that like are losing their minds while like the Bachelor or Bachelorette is a little bit of like the, the North Star true. that comes in and goes, hey, guys, I'm bringing the mature and the like um, what we're actually doing here to the table where everyone else is freaking out and fighting and whatever. But if you had like a crazy host or not, not a host, but a crazy, crazy Bachelor or Bachelorette, I feel like. That would set it off in a crazy way. Mm-hmm. You'd go from kind of more serious reality TV, which is the this franchise, to like MTV, you know, reality TV shows. That might be what the world needs right now. <laughs> it though. might be too. I did like that they sort of recast MJ 
in a new light again. They gave her a little more yeah a reshaping they did which was like you know never forget but you can always forgive but <laughs> it was nice because i mj was a top runner for me she was early on and yeah you knew that she was for matt mm-hmm. and it was interesting to get to see that of like yeah you know had that situation played out differently or maybe like had you not said those things like this show would have gone wildly different for you there was a lot of hope there there was a lot of you know, I really liked her vibe. And then when the when the mean girl thing all went down, uh, it looked really bad for her. And then this helped a little bit. I still did feel a little bit like Matt was playing the politician again with like the, I wish we could have had more time to, to, to yeah. figure this out. Oh, you know what we're not talking about? Hmm. Abigail. Abigail's she could be time. another one. She could totally be another one. She was great. And I also, it was so heartbreaking because you get to see some more or either I either forget or we're seeing things we didn't get to see before. But it was like, yeah, I wanted their relationship to work out. Yeah. You know, I it was too. like she was vulnerable from the get go. Dude, I loved when he is telling her that he was really into her and she's like, Stop it. Yeah. And that whole thing. I was like, oh my God, my heart just got swollen no, a little she's bit got, in there. Like, she had a special um, charisma to her. Totally. And um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. And like just a little insight into the stuff of like the deaf community with the capital D. I didn't know that. That was wild. That there was like different levels of, of the community and that they are experiencing different levels of, you know, struggle and all that. I was like, I had no idea that there was, you know, that going on. So that was an interesting it was super interesting. So I was happy to yeah. have that. I was happy to bring that one back around because I was really sad to see Abigail go. Yeah. That was tough. That was tough. She's a good one. Chunk Bree's another one. If Bree gets cut, Bree's great. There's there's quite a few at the end there that I was like, I could see these four or five girls no, be and considered. That's, Chris Harrison says a lot of the same things in every season, but when he does say like, we've got an amazing group of women together, I actually do think it's like, yeah, actually, on paper, like, this is a, is an amazing group of women. Yeah. And if you're taking, like, when you're doing your best of just, like, these random selections where everyone's trying to look their best to you, I think they actually do do a pretty good job of putting together, like, a solid ensemble. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, there's a lot of big hitters out here. Like, you probably do have a pretty good chance of finding a woman to have deep connections for and I think there's there's a personality trait there that's like, I can handle the weight of what this show would do to me, mm-hmm. right? Like, so what I think about Katie, Abigail, Michelle, Brie, those ones specifically, I go, they never really, like, they, they're strong. And it probably takes a lot of strength to be someone who goes through this process alone as the Bachelor, Bachelorette, whereas opposed to, like, Serena... P hits me as someone we saw her. It's like a little more fragile, a little bit. I don't know what I want. You know what I mean? We're seeing that. We're, you know, we're seeing some of those contestants that we liked a lot, but at the same time seemed like they could barely, they were struggling with the process. So if you're struggling with the process as a contestant, as the main person, it's probably 10 times harder because mm-hmm. you've got to be energy up. you got to do 500 dates. you got to do interviews. I mean, like, it's dude, exhausting. Look at Colton she, ran away. Like a grown man ran away. So yeah. it's like, dude, into the pitch black of the oligarch. <laughs> like he broke. Yeah. It broke him. Yeah. So you got to be a really strong person. So I think we, you know, we, we joke around about Matt's like kind of AI personality sometimes, but that's probably what you need to be able to handle this. Cause he's, 
he's handled it maybe one of the best of all time because he never nothing no no shake and even when he's presented the opportunity to get shooken up he's still composed while being shooken up yep because he doesn't abandon it he and he doesn't give hard answers we we have the teaser of chris in the next episode being like can you continue with this process and he's just going i don't know mm. i don't actually know at this point but he's not like freaking out we're not getting tidbits of like the camera, shaky cam, handheld, like we're chasing after The Bachelor and mm-hmm. Matt's hiding in a hotel room and no one knows where he's gone. Yeah, and he's just, you he's, know, he's, and he's going full. He won't show up to the rose ceremony because he can't decide he's losing his mind. Next he just shows you know, up he's and he's got just like, a, He's got a fire axe and he's going full Jack Nicholson in this <laughs> thing. And he's, you put me through this. He's chasing himself in the hedge maze. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but Here's yeah. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, he cracked. <laughs> We don't want the real Matt. Never mind. <laughs> we want the fake one. You wanted me. I'm here now. The me and the beard. Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's just because he's Do so. You love me. He's so jacked too. He could just like control everyone. <laughs> we didn't know what he was training for, but we know now. Yeah. Also, Matt is very jacked. Dude, he's jacked. when they showed his intro again, and they're like, "This dude does like pan sports." Yeah. He's like doing all kinds of exercises and workouts. They show like, him boxing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've been like taking notes on like sick ab routine. Like, yeah. Okay. Like this is guy's what you a, do for exercise. Guy's a major. When are you not working out? To look he's doing like that? That's Peloton rides into core sets. He's doing some Taibo. He's got Taibo. boxing going on. He's dude. doing water aerobics in the pool. Obviously. He's walking all the time. Dude, he's his probably naturally gifted. High up there. But to look like that. To have that kind of like definition, dude, you got to be working out two, three hours a day. I mean, that's like a lifestyle. He's taking his amino acids. You know, he takes lysine, collagen supplements. You know, he's the dude that wakes Tyler up. He's like, come on, dude. Tyler's like, no, dude. Come Tyler's on. like, dude, I need my workout. And Matt's like, dude, you know our deal? Only plant-based. Yeah, plant-based. I already worked out, <laughs> but I'll see you later. I got to go to work. Also, pre-workouts, not... <laughs> If you need pre-workout, dude, you're you're weak. That's, that's a, a mental problem. Yeah, that's a okay. mental problem. You just got to push through it. At the at the exercise gives me the energy, guy. <laughs> the Lord. Yeah. Um, this stinks. Um, okay, so I think <laughs> this stinks. I can't Can get I over walk that. You out, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> this man, crud, crud. I thought we had a future together. Can you walk me out? Um. All right. Well, I mean, we're coming down to the finish line here. Yeah. And. Uh, I mean, I hope the ladies let us keep doing this because I'm having a blast. I do too. Yeah, cat's out of the bag, you guys. We haven't been sneaking in here. We've had their permission the whole time. In the age of consent, we need to let you know we have their consent <laughs> to be full, in this room. In full transparency, <laughs> we've been lying to you. Okay. And I've been, we've been talking to strategists. Yeah. We've been and talking, they said lying to the public is not a good look. And so we apologize. We have been lying. And we're we're but we're not leaving and uh but we're having a blast we'll continue to do this if if y'all will let us mm-hmm. uh nothing else i can think of but i think no no no, nothing else i'm excited to see the rest of the the yeah, coming episode i'm really interested to see what these ladies are going to do and how it's going to go down um i know i have a prediction i know you have a prediction mm-hmm. we'll see if they come true yeah like you know i want to say that maybe the first few the the first episode all the episodes leading up to this point have been relatively boring but now i'm like pretty invested yeah because there's so much drama surrounding the show that didn't take place on the show now oh my god that it's sort of like rekindling this experience where it's mm-hmm. like i gotta see matt's season through to the end because yeah. i need to know 
what happens. Mm-hmm. And I, then I need to see the recap at the end of the entire season of them addressing a lot of the stuff surrounding it. Yeah. Because the women tell all they didn't get into a lot of these things. No, they they didn't get into anything. No. It was literally just like a couple small topics and they were like, cool, have a good day. It was yeah. very surface level. I have a feeling, if you notice in the beginning, it was like, this aired previously February 4th. Like that was their disclaimer. Like, don't worry, the Chris Harrison thing hadn't been resolved yet. Mm-hmm. So we're still working on that. But I, I just feel like they're probably, they cut a lot of stuff. Yeah. There was probably a lot of comments and things he made and whatever part, you know, moments that happened that he was on for. And they were like, we just got to cut as much out of this that could controversial as humanly possible. And what you got down was some kind of watered down, half interesting. Also, thing. I have a prediction. They'll probably keep Chris Harrison's involvement in the show to like, and here's the bachelor and then just boom here's your new host yeah and he'll just be doing intros be like we got a great group of women here for you yeah and then they cut out and they'll just do sound bites oh so you think that there's gonna be a whole i think they'll limit his involvement on the show like he'll be kind of a godfather he'll come around every once in a while and the new guy will they'll have conversations like well hey well here how did you navigate this problem oh okay interesting literally in these old interviews with chris harrison he's like it's about ratings all the decisions they've made are about ratings. It's not about serving any sort of like narrative. So in my mind, I'm like, they'd have produce the other producers would have to be out of their minds to continue to give him as big of a role in the franchise as they are. They're already replacing him partially. Yeah. You don't go backwards from that. I, I, I like, I like an idea of like someone else and then him kind of like, if he's, if he, if he says he's sticking around and they're not getting rid of him, that he's like in some sort of like Godfather way, just kind of shows up every once in a while, checks in. Oh, Chris Harrison's here. Old de- old drunk uncle showed up to the party. He's like, you're welcome, everybody. And he's like, I built this, and they're like, oh, you're crazy, <laughs> uncle. Um, all right, cool. Well, we'll see you maybe in a couple weeks, maybe not. Yeah. We'll see. Stay tuned. Kiss, Love kiss, y'all. Hug, hug. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Chat soon. Yeah. Chat soon. Bye, bye, you guys. <laughs>